1: People of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think
0: we go very worldwide? I've never looked at those stats.
1: No, we have a few listens overseas. G'day to anybody outside of Australia. I know we have quite a few Kiwis that listen in and uh, a few people from the Northern Hemisphere, probably because they're all locked inside and they're bored stupid and they're trying to find something interesting. (laughs) And then they... Find our show. <laughs> they
0: just happen across Tradies and Business Podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um hey, hey, to all of our fabulous listeners. Uh it is <laughs> it's January 2021 on Starship Earth. Uh, <laughs> we should start a captain's log or a or a maybe we should start like a cattle class passengers log. <laughs> That'd be much more interesting than the captain's log. They're sitting in a very oh, I think so. position up the front
0: hmm agreed.
1: Coxie, how are you today?
0: Exhausted, Warren. We just had a really uh, interesting conversation off air. We're recording this uh, a little early so that we've got time to edit and get it up, as I'm sure most of you would anticipate. And uh, being a Queensland resident, it's just been announced we're going into an immediate lockdown as of 6 p.m. this evening. It's probably the only time in my life I've been unprepared. Honestly, I'm usually prepared for everything. Today, I wasn't. I've just had a very interesting experience at the supermarket trying to get some basics to get my uh, family through. And then uh, rushing home, ready to get back on with it, quite frankly. I uh, can only do what I can do and I've done what I can do. And now I'm sitting here talking to you wonderful listeners. How are you feeling, Warwick?
1: I'm feeling pretty smug down here in Tassie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you deserve to be and teach me right for feeling smug ordinarily.
1: Didn't didn't we get some, uh, not so much some hate, but didn't everybody criticise the heck out of Tasmanians and Tasmania mm. uh, not quite 12 months ago now? Mm. And look, rightly or wrongly, um, each state has taken their own approach to... Dealing with our our current reality um, with the big C, the big C word.
0: <laughs> the nasty, nasty, dirty C word.
1: The dirty C word. And um, look, I'm going pretty good, Coxie. Uh, I did say to you earlier that my wife and I have built up our, our home stocks of essentials over the last three or four months, and despite the fact that Tassie's in a a fairly comfortable position these days, uh, domestically, we figure that could change at any minute. Mm. And as you have just seen, all of a sudden you're into another lockdown and, uh, you know, people are doing what they need to do to take care of their families. And as you said earlier, Coxie uh, off air, um, the, the twats that are directing hate and criticism towards mm-hmm. those who are out trying to buy food, um, I think should, to be honest, pull their heads in. I know I'm making a bit of a, a personal opinion statement here, um, but there's enough stress and oppression and uh, control going on from the powerful few. Uh, it doesn't really require the rest of us to chime in and actually exacerbate the issue and play right into the hands of the, uh, the powerful decision makers that are controlling all of us without us having a say in any of this. Uh, And I think there's a, there's a large number of people who are questioning the validity of a lot of the action being taken and we can't do a damn thing about it. So I think it would just be better if we all got on with focusing on the things that we can control mm. and um, being prepared, Coxie. Mm. And, and mm. I think that's a big thing. You know, I'm I'm by no means a, um, a doomsday prepper, although I think the doomsday preppers are laughing now because <laughs> <laughs> they're all sitting pretty with their stash of groceries and fuel and board games and everything else I've been hoarding for the last 10 years. Um, so, you know, I'm actually – in a state of preparedness for a lockdown Mm. and it doesn't take much you know it doesn't take much to stock the freezer the cupboard and keep a few jerry cans and gas bottles at hand and i was literally sitting here after i got the the crappy news about you and the rest of brisbane being locked down thinking to myself i'm i'm quite comfortable about doing a two or three week lockdown um, at the moment
0: Interestingly, that's normally me. Normally I'm, I'm good and ready to go. Well, I haven't shopped since before Christmas because I'd overbought at Christmas and I was trying to run everything out ready for a big shop tomorrow. More fill me. I got caught big mm. time, even without the dreaded toilet paper. I've slunk out of there with my four rolls of toilet paper. Like, literally got two rolls left in my little house. I was so embarrassed to have had to buy four rolls of toilet paper. Yes. But I, again, I was lucky to get any. And you made a really good point. There's a lot of criticism. I was talking to you about how many of my um, friends – had been really quite detrimental, I felt, to those who had been going to the supermarket. Mind you, many of them had been themselves. And yet all I saw was a bunch of people trying to do what they could to control the situation the best they can. They're trying to get prepared. They're trying to get what is necessary to get through the weekend. Um, I bought stuff for my neighbours. I have elderly neighbours and it's too risky for them to go out, particularly with this new super strain so I did what I could for them as well and I just feel like we don't actually really know what anyone's going through we don't know how triggering this might be for other parts of the community we don't know that, that person standing behind us or in front of us in line that looks like they have a big trolley doesn't actually have five or ten kids at home that they need to prepare for and it's just really not up to us to comment to criticize or even to second guess what anyone else is doing that's their business let them do what they need to do to prepare. And instead of thinking about that, how about we focus on what we can control? And so for me today was to get out, and get the few things that we needed, get home, wash my hands very furiously. I even considered having a shower and sit down back in front of the computer with you to record a podcast and start working on something far more positive in my mind. And that's our cash flow challenge.
1: <laughs> Love the Chuck Norris segue. It might be our first Chucky Norris. For 2021, I think so. And yes, Coxie, it's it's that age-old thing of control the things you can and forget about the things that you can't.
0: Absolutely,
1: we we can't immediately, at least, change the decisions by the health authorities and the politicians and those that think they know what they're doing. So. I guess there is a big long list of things for many of you listening to this show that you can control, not only control, but you can change mm. and you can affect positive change. I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a blog post about this at the moment, Coxie. Uh, and I'm just, it's actually highlighting for me the, um, I don't know. I think maybe the mistakes that a lot of us make in our lives and particularly in our businesses Mm-hmm. where we take a lot of stuff for granted. We ignore a bunch of things. Uh, we, but we, we sort of get stuck in just old behaviors and old patterns and become a little bit unaware. Mm. So one of the big ones is obviously money. Um, it is January. It's usually a, an interesting time. It can be a challenging time for trade business owners. And the best time to do something about, well, this coming Christmas 11 and a half months away or 11 months away almost is now Mm. the best time to uh, change your focus from what's happening on the small screen in the palm of your hand and what's going on in the U S of a or the UK, or we don't hear about Africa and Indonesia and the middle East anymore, but uh, you know, the stuff happening globally. Yeah. It'll have an impact on us here in Australia at some point always does. But right now, the best thing you can do is actually deal with what's in front of your nose. And one of the biggest things is your finances and your money. And Coxie and I have a thing called a cash flow challenge to actually help you, whether you're an experienced business owner and you've been doing this for 15 years or you're a newbie and you've just got started um, or somewhere in between, you can't over critique your financial habits, um, the tools that you're using, and it just trips so many people up. People don't go broke because they get tired. They go broke because they run out of cash.
0: And running out of cash happens really quickly. And if we're not keeping an eye on it, it, it runs out without us even realizing it's going. Or if we've got a good close eye on what's happening with our cash, we can see months before, and I can't even put a finger on how many times we've said this in the past couple of years on the podcast, If you can forecast, if you can see forward, even if it's only an estimate and you can see bumps in the road, you actually have the opportunity then to make some changes three months before the bumps come up so that you don't have to necessarily fall into that pothole. Or if the pothole does come up and you know it's coming, you can do stuff in the meanwhile to maybe build a bit of a bridge over it so you can limp over it just to get you through to the other side where potentially there's plenty more cash to come in and help backfill that pothole that you nearly ran into. I know it sounds really simple when you and I are talking about it and I know that for most of the listeners, it feels really icky inside when we talk about money and particularly if you're concerned about money, you know, if there's not enough money in the bank at the end of the month to pay the bills or if you've ever wondered whether you were going to have that invoice get paid in time so that you could pay out the wages or you're stuck not being able to take holidays because there's just never quite enough money in the bank or classic, your P&L says that you're make it, making a profit but there's no money in the bank then now is the time to actually make some changes. First of all, learn what's going wrong and that's what we're going to teach you. We're not going to poke the finger at you. We're not going to get messy in your particular financials. You get to keep that all to yourself. You don't have to share, but we'll give you the education and the knowledge so that you can take a look at your financials. First of all, understand what you need to be seeing and then secondly, What needs to change to make it look better for you so that you can have those holidays? So that you can take a long weekend and take the kids to sport on a Friday afternoon at school, or you can take the family camping for the weekend, or you can head out for two weeks at some time in the middle of the year instead of your holidays only ever being at Christmas. There are so many things we can do once we've taken control of our cash flow. And yes, it might feel a little uncomfortable, but it's not actually as hard as it feels.
1: And it's not as hard as a lot of people make it out to be. Uh, mm. I, I'm actually writing a blog about business coaches, funnily enough. Um, so uh, <laughs> I'll definitely be running this one by you, Coxie, before it gets published. <laughs> but uh, it it's an area that I think has a lot of mystery and confusion around it is cash flow. You know, what what even is cash flow? People are like what do you mean by cash flow what is that uh isn't that just how much money you've got in the bank and the the truth is in the name it's it's the flow of cash into and out of your business out of your bank accounts and measuring that flow rate measuring the speed of the flow the size of the flow the difference between the flow in and the flow out. If you think about a tide rising and falling, Mm. you know, you, you've got to, you've got to think about your cash as a dynamic fluid thing. It's never fixed in time and it's a different way to think about money. You know, everything is always a snapshot. You log into your bank account and you look at a, a fixed number on the screen. It's already out of date. Mm. Because you've probably already spent some more money while you've been sitting there staring at that number and stressing about how you're going to make it bigger. And there's things that you can do to change that number. And one of the things that won't change that number is staring at that damn number.
0: <laughs> so true.
1: So, part of what we've done with the cash flow challenge is spread this out over a month. It's a four week gig. Um, and we've broken it down into four key areas that really have nothing much at all to do about accounting. There's probably one section that gets a little bit numbery and mathsy, uh, but that's the reality of getting better at finance is you have to get better at finance. Mm. You can't get better at plastering if you don't get better at plastering. Mm. And as I've said before in coaching calls for our members and probably on podcast episodes, Coxie, there is a particular language that goes with many things in life. You look at the news with the dirty C word and all of the, the new language that's part of everyone's vocabulary now. People are talking about cases and you know log scales and all sorts of crap because we're all experts on that now because we've had 12 months of a particular kind of language, even, even lockdowns and ISO. Look at how our language has changed around this particular issue. And it's the same with, you know, I talk about sport. I talk about the trades. Mm. If you don't know the language of carpentry or the language of auto mechanics, then you're going to struggle to actually succeed in that area of your life. If that's something that's important to you, there's a language to parenting and nutrition and exercise. Uh, And so business is exactly the same. And Mm. I, I have to say, I think it's just a really shitty excuse for people to say, Oh, it's all complicated words, and you know, I don't understand it. It's like, no, you just haven't taken the time to actually figure out what those words mean and invest some energy into getting better at that. If you want to get better at business, you got to get better at the language. And some of that is finance, it's cash flow, it's margins and markups and profits and loss. And you know, you, you need to learn these things, and they don't have to actually be that complicated and, and scary start to face up to it
0: one of my favorite things about the way you and i have created this challenge much like the way we coach when we're working with our clients is it's not prescriptive we're not just giving you a a one size fits all sum or calculator or or thing to do that will fix the cash flow you can't see my air quotes (laughs) fix the cash flow in your business what we're actually doing here is educating you where it's probably going wrong, where it normally goes wrong because we all make pretty well the same mistakes in business and how you can make the changes to fix that. But along with that, as Warwick's saying, you'll need to understand what the cash flow and the lingo means and where it's appropriate and where it's not. You'll need to understand where to find the appropriate figures so that you can have the understanding of what money is going where, why and how. Then we'll give you some tasks or some tools to use to help you understand how to make those changes. And again, it's different for every business. Every single business has a different structure and a different setup. And yes, there's similarities between you all, but we're not going to give you this band-aid one-size-fits-all fix for everybody and that's the idea of the four weeks. We take you through this entire process in stages in small, meaty bites. We don't, I guess probably one of the hardest things with cash flow is because it's a very polarizing topic, we tend to zone out after a period of time. So, where can I present in our normal way, which is very much like on the podcast, we clown around, we're a little bit silly. We take... Um, Time to educate you, but we'll do it in a fun way so that you'll actually leave the session. The light bulb will have gone off. You'll be feeling a little bit better about what you've just learned. No doubt you'll be laughing at Warwick and I taking the the mickey out of one another. And um, you'll get to move forward in your learning with that. Plus, you get to take away some tools with you as well. It's a great opportunity for you to start to take control of that one thing in your business that you really now need to be taken control of we don't know what's going to happen with the dirty c word this year we don't know what's going to happen overseas yes those things will all impact every single one of us at some point in time so now understanding your cash flow has become more important than ever before if we can see the dip we can actually do something about it before we get there
1: fantastic analogy coxie uh i couldn't help sitting here thinking that it's the difference between you racing out to buy groceries Hours before a lockdown, and me sitting here smugly going, "Yeah, I'm ready for a few weeks. Bring it on." <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it highlights the difference between business owners who have a handle on their cash flow, forecasting, and management decision making around it, and those that don't. Those that don't keep getting caught out; they get caught mm. with their pants down all the time. They look at their bank balance and go, "Holy crap! I have twelve hundred dollars in there, and I've got five thousand dollars of bills to pay this week." Mm. And if you're listening to this and that just sent shivers up your spine, then there's a way to sort that out. And it is simply to start making change. And that's why we've created the cashflow challenge. And better than anything else, it is actually free. So we're not charging anything to do this. Coxie and I are committed to stepping up even further our our passion for working with you in the trades as trade business owners this year, it's been an interesting 2020 we've actually funnily enough, seen lots of our members and clients grow uh, last year and achieve some incredible results. And we want to help them build on those results into 2021. And if you're just getting started, then we'd like you to be, we'd like you to come to the party and uh, you know, take advantage of the opportunities that are still out there for good trade business owners. So, Cashflow challenge is free. All you have to do to access that is become a trade desk member. And that is free as well. (laughs) So if you're thinking of all the excuses and reasons why you can't do it, because you're going to have to pay money and sign up to something and you can't afford it right now. Well, you can, because it costs you $0 Uh, trade desk membership. You get 30 days free when you sign up, if you're not already a member. Um, And then you can actually join the cash flow challenge and go into a special group uh, where we will post the exercises. There's web sessions, there's tools we've created. It's all there laid out for you over the four week program. It starts in a couple of weeks' time, back towards the back end of January. So basically, hit the website, all the dubs, tradiesinbusiness.com.au. Join the trade desk if you haven't already. If you're already a member and you're listening to this, you would have been receiving emails about it Um, you've probably seen our ads uh, and if not give us a shout but uh, make sure you join the trade desk Uh, it is free for 30 days and we'll kick off this whole thing towards the back end of January.
0: I'm gonna just um, beg to differ just a tiny tinsy, weeny bit starts on the 18th of January you got a week or less than a week if you're listening to this on Tuesday when it dropped you've got six sleeps until we kick off with our very first webinar so you can find all the details you need on our Facebook page if it's simpler for you to do that head on over to the Facebook page you'll find all the links that you need I guess my parting message to you is this isn't about you pulling out your financials in front of a class full of people and showing us all your dirty laundry this is just us educating you on what to look for in your own home or office in your own time to get an understanding about what you need to know. So there's no need for fear. Remember that you're not alone. There'll be plenty of people in the room with you that are in the exact same position as you are or very close to, who I'm sure are feeling a little bit squirmy and embarrassed about where they're at, but we're not here to make you feel embarrassed. We're here to make you feel empowered. I know it's wanky, but that's what we're trying to do. Empower you to make the change with the understanding that you need to make that change. So please, We look forward to seeing you all soon in our very free, that's how committed we are to your cash flow. We're going to make it free in our cash flow challenge. No, it doesn't. (laughs) No, it really doesn't. But we're invested in making this good for as many tradies as we possibly can. And if you've got a tradie mate that doesn't listen to the podcast, please point them in the direction. doesn't matter how long you've been in business, there'll be something there for you to learn.
1: We're going to give you a big cash flow cuddle. That's us for this episode. Uh, Control the controllable, listeners, and forget about the rest. Uh, We look forward to bringing you more episodes and uh, seeing you all in the groups. And for now, hooroo.
0: Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.